Hi there. Thank you for joining us on the Redeemer Church Podcast. Here at Redeemer, we exist to see Christ exalted in our church, community, and world. It is our mission to lead people into the presence of God, devotion to His Word, authentic fellowship with others, and discovering their ministry. We hope that this podcast is just one of the ways you connect to God's presence this week. Let's check out this week's message. Good morning. It is wonderful to be with you on this fourth Sunday of Advent, and hello to all of you who are with us online right now, worshiping from many different locations, probably watching on your TV right now. If you have the World Cup on your iPad, go ahead and turn that off. This is church. Um, Thus far, we've discussed hope, which is the desire with the expectation of obtainment or fulfillment Our hope for a savior has been fulfilled, amen? Because of Christmas, we have peace with God, peace within, and peace with one another. And Christmas is God's initiation of love with humanity, and as a result of his love for us, we can love one another. Today, we focus our attention on the good news in scripture of great joy, So I'm co-preaching today with this amazing choir and orchestra telling the story of Christmas. Therefore, my sermon is abbreviated. I knew one of you would say it. I don't know who that was, but God does. I knew someone would. Joy is a tricky concept to define. To my point, is it a concept? Is it a feeling? Is it a reaction? Is it an emotion? I was at lunch this week with a dear brother and member of our church and asked him over our meal, what are the things in your life that you enjoy? And following that lunch, I started thinking, what are the things that I enjoy most in this life? Of course, my marriage and children. I enjoy reading my Bible and experiencing corporate worship with you. I enjoy when everyone is healthy and my kids aren't talking back. I enjoy when bills are paid and hitting snooze on cold, rainy mornings. I enjoy fishing and golfing. I enjoy the sounds of a piano and a violin and a guitar, and especially when you hear them together. I enjoy playing software on my, or solitaire on my iPad and sleeping in a hammock. I enjoy eating lobster that has been dipped in hot butter. Let me elaborate on the lobster for a moment. I'm going somewhere. Think about how much we enjoy eating food. And the only reason that we can enjoy eating food is because God had this great idea called taste buds. So just imagine life for a moment without taste buds. Stop, it's a sad thing to imagine. Taste buds enable us to evaluate food for toxicity, but they also prepare our bodies to metabolize food, but also taste buds are the reason we enjoy what we eat. You have between 2,000 and 4,000 taste buds. They replace themselves and replenish once a week. And when you burn your tongue, do you not think God thought of that? Of course we're gonna burn our tongues. They come back. This is good news too, of great joy. 
Our taste buds come back. If you're a guest today, I promise we are a Bible teaching church. This is not the Food Network, but I cannot get past the fact that God created lobster and it goes with butter. (laughs) Y'all make spirituality too serious, I'm telling you. It's amazing. God wants us to enjoy this life. And I believe that he is delighted in us when we delight in his great gifts to us like relationships and scripture and laughter and sleep and music and games and lobster. Is anybody here happy that God wants us to enjoy the life that he's given us? But back to defining it, back to defining it, is it a concept or a feeling or a reaction to something or someone or is it an emotion? Yes, probably all of the above, but I, I put this before you today, joy is also a conviction. Joy is the deep, settled conviction that God is for us. Be honest with me. How many of you would have joyfully jumped in the car this morning and rushed to church to hear a sermon that I titled, God is against you? You would not come. You don't wanna hear that. It's also not true. Joy is the deep settled conviction that God is for us. And we see this in Luke 2, 6 through 11, which reads, while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause what? Great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. God is so for you that he came here for you. And this is not news of joy or happiness. This is news of great joy. Our Savior Jesus was born. Emmanuel, the intrusion of heaven on earth. This is the invasion of future hope into our present struggle. He stepped into our pain and into our spiritual poverty and into our conflict and into our moral corruption to convince us to convince you of how much he loves you, how much he values you, how much he adores you, how much he wants you, to convince you of his perfect love, to convince you of his unlimited power, and he would eventually do so by giving his life. Hebrews 12.2 tells us, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. I see three things in this one verse. First, the path to Jesus's victorious death and in his joy to save you and to save me required him to endure the cross. Second, Jesus recognized the humiliation of the cross, but that was no threat to him. 
And third, from the pain and agony of the cross, God exalted him to a throne. We're talking from a cross to a throne. All because he loves us, and as a result, you and I have hope, you and I have peace, you and I have joy. Let me speak for a moment about the reality that we all have days that feel void of joy. You may be annoyed at this point and you no longer want to hear these lyrics that it's the most wonderful time of the year because deep down inside it just doesn't feel like that right now. You don't wanna hear this anymore with kids jingle-belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. Maybe you don't wanna hear kids jingle-belling anymore. You're over it. You're done, no offense to our kids. You're just done, no more jingle-belling. Maybe you don't wanna hear it because you're a bit cranky or something much deeper in your life like pain and loss, grief, loneliness. Instead of being a good cheer, you'd rather be alone under a blanket on a couch with a bucket of ice cream. That just sounds better. And Andy Williams' lyrics say that this is the hap, happiest season of all, but Harvard Medical School says that 62% of people have elevated stress levels during the holidays. I know that many of you are going through difficult times and seasons and situations, and some of you may feel like the mountain before you today is just too big to climb, so why start trying? Please receive this encouragement today. God is for you under all circumstances. We can anchor ourselves in the reality that God is for us, and as a result, we possess, we know, and we taste his joy. And here's a little bit more of good news for you about our joy in the Lord. The Bible tells us that no one will take away your joy. John 16, 22. God seals his joy in the hearts of his children. And that's why we learn at a young age to sing. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Thanks, choir. Down in my heart, down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. You ever think about these lyrics? Down in my heart to what? Stay, to stay. Even the worst circumstances and most difficult news and meanest people that you know, they can't steal your joy. It's in your heart to stay. God seals it. He promises. No one can take this away from you. Even our enemy, who has a reputation of stealing and killing and destroying, he can't touch your joy. That's why we also sing the lyrics that if the devil doesn't like it, he can sit on attack. To repeat myself from earlier, receive this encouragement. God is for you. So much so that he came here for you. And this is good news. Not news of joy, but great joy. Will you pray with me? Holy Spirit, awaken us today to the reality that God's intention is to love us and bless us. Awaken us to the reality that God is for us. 
that God is utterly committed to our joy. So find us with your joy, Lord. Wow us with your joy. Surprise us with your joy. And Lord, we want to be filled with the joy of the Lord. Remind us this day that the foundation of our joy is this Christmas story. God with us. Emmanuel. Amen. Once again, thank you for listening to the Redeemer Church Podcast. To stay connected to all that God is doing here at Redeemer, visit our website at RedeemerTulsa.org or connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Have a blessed week. 